0: Some knew him as the Man in Black. There were several reasons he may have worn that color. It was an image that still makes him stand out among music greats. Today we head to the museum devoted to that man. It's this edition of the American Countryside. This is Andrew McCray, host of the American Countryside. I'm also a farmer and rancher from northwest Missouri, and I hope you'll join me each week for Farming the Countryside as we take a look at the top issues impacting agriculture as told by the people farming and working in our industry. We'll talk about markets and trade, share some of the latest tips and trends for grain and livestock producers, and take a look at trends impacting rural America. Join me for Farming the Countryside on many local radio stations or on your favorite podcast platform, or just go to farmingthecountryside.com.
1: I learned patience from my adoptive dad. All he had to say was, Hey, you got this. Just breathe.
0: Hey.
1: <laughs> hey, we're pretty good. Yeah,
0: <laughs> might have to start a band.
1: <laughs> I
0: got it. Learn about adopting a teen from foster care. You can't imagine the reward. <laughs> Visit adoptuskids.org to find out more. This message is brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash was born in 1932. By the mid-1950s, after serving four years in the Air Force, he was on the airwaves with hits like I Walk the Line. It's remarkable the longevity of his music career and how that music still resonates with listeners.
1: He had an amazing career that lasted about 60 years, which is kind of unheard of for most artists. So not only did he have those early rockabilly days and in, in the classic country phase that he went through, he had a big resurgence in the late 60s when he did prison concerts, which was just absolutely unheard of at the time.
0: Those prison concerts began in the 1950s, but some of the biggest, including live record recordings, took place in the 1960s.
1: Columbia wanted him to record a new album, and he said, great, I'll do it live from a prison.
0: Angela Dager helps oversee the Johnny Cash Museum here in Nashville. She says the items in the collection span his entire life including some of his earliest years.
1: My favorite things are the personal things that Johnny had. So we have the actual marbles that he played with as a child. That's one of the first things that you see when you come in the museum.
0: Perhaps this museum helps people understand the life of a man who seemed to have interests that would appeal to people of all walks of life.
1: We have his personal Bible. I think that's pretty neat, too. A lot of people think of Johnny as the rebellious outlaw, and absolutely that's who he was, but he was also a, a religious person. He was a scholar. He wrote a book about St. Paul. A lot of people don't realize the diversity that he had. While Johnny's
0: life is fascinating, what may be equally fascinating is the story of this museum. For the tale of how so many of Cash's personal items wound up here is really remarkable. That's next time as we travel the countryside in Nashville, Tennessee. I'm Andrew McCray.
1: The ring of fire. The ring of fire.